It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
satellites in the skies broadcasting lies to billions of people. Camels on the streets tracking who we meet and call this liberty. Right now, 
I'd like you guys to call in at 347-308-8790. 347-308-8790. We've got, uh, we've got a, uh, a whole stack of, uh, of lines that uh, we're paying for so that you can call in and you can tell us about your local Appleseed Cruise that out there doing, uh, give us some AARs on uh, an event that you just finished, or you can promote an upcoming event. But more especially, I'd like for you to think about calling in and telling uh, telling one of your local cruise types. Somebody just dropped two rifleman standards, somebody that just passed a PC, someone that got their red hat or their green hat, uh, or somebody that's just doing a bang-up job in... Uh, and pushing the mission forward. All right? That's 347-308-8790. And uh, I would like to thank Floyd Ferguson, Floyd F. on the forum. Uh, he had just uh, put together a uh, an instructor, uh, known distance shoot, and ran it this last weekend, and I think he did a bang-up job. And so did all the instructors who shot. Everybody did a great job. And uh, <clears throat> we're planning another one uh, for December. And uh, we'd like to fill the ranks again. We we pushed this one out to capacity, and we'd like to do the same thing again in December. Um, with the only difference doing this one, we just uh, we threw the guys on the line, and we had them start shooting uh, without... Uh, without any instruction, and uh, they still produced, uh, I believe it was 10 out of of 12 uh, lifeline scores at the 25 meter. They went to the known distance and shot, I believe, 5 out of 12 lifeline scores there. Uh, With the majority, I mean, I think almost all except uh, one or two of the shooters who shot, uh, never having fired at... uh, on the actual distance lines before, so I think that was a really good, uh, a really good group of folks. And Floyd put that together, and he ramrodded it. And I want to thank him for doing that. He did a, he did a great job. And uh, and then uh, I can see in the chat room that you've got uh, you've got the the after action. Some of the folks are talking about. The expo uh, in Hickory, North Carolina. Why don't you guys call in, and uh, we'll let you guys talk about that because I'd like to hear about it. I'd like to hear how it went and get an after action from you guys on that. Uh, the number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. Now I tell you guys that the work that uh, Jim and Kim uh, uh, Heath from Colorado are doing with the Running With Expo show is an absolutely uh, fantastic job. The Expo crowd, uh, the self-reliance folks, are are ready-made to attend Appleseed. So that's certainly certainly a group that we want to be uh, speaking with. And you don't have to wait for an Expo to come uh, or to get uh, in touch with the preppers there are preppers and self-reliance forums all over the Internet. 
and there's no reason that you can't contact your local state uh, prepping group and put together an event with them. And you let them do the heavy lifting, all right? You can contact them, get the event set up with them, and let them do the heavy lifting and promoting it. And uh, then run the event and uh, and let us know how it went. We've got, uh, we've got Mario, and it doesn't say where he's from, 715, that uh, wants to thank uh, his instructors from last weekend. Mario, welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, I'm really glad to be here. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. Hey, my pleasure. Where are you at, Mario? What uh, part I'm, of the uh, United States? I'm in uh, northwest Wisconsin. Beautiful northwest Wisconsin. <laughs> well, excellent. Well, let us uh, give us uh, the rundown on uh, how things went. Well, I've heard about the uh, Appleseed Group, uh, the Revolutionary War Veterans Association, um, at a local gun show. And I, I've been wanting to participate in uh, honing my marksmanship skills. Uh, I ran across a fellow by the, uh, by the name of Taylor, who, uh, together with uh, Bosco Hearn and uh, Crash, uh, put on a shoot this past weekend. And those men are really dedicated. Uh, I was ridden uh, because of, uh, not because of, uh, uh, I guess it was because of a a love of country. And uh, I was encouraged strongly to uh, really get in and persist and do the best I could. And uh, I did. Uh, I was able to uh, get uh, earn a, uh, a rifleman's patch, uh, and it was because of the persistence of these instructors. Uh, you these got guys your patch? Well, congratulations, Mario. Hey, man, I tell you what, if it wasn't for the instructors... Uh, and it was even on a loaner gun, which is which is uh, really uh, really uh, remarkable. Uh, it was a good. Well, it, it was a it's the best time I've had with uh, rifles in quite some time. Well, that is fantastic. Now tell us again how you give me the the rundown on uh, how you heard about Appleseed and what caused you to flip the switch and come to an event. Well. Uh, I come from uh, originally New Jersey, and uh, as a scout, as a Boy Scout, I was able to do some uh, historical trail hikes, and that that I had an interest in the Revolutionary War and uh, and, and parts of history. Uh, I, I am a, a a firearms enthusiast, and uh, I go to several gun shows during the year, and at one particular one, uh, just recently in Gordon, Wisconsin. Uh, there was a representative from uh, the RWVA, and uh, we got to talking, and he kind of just gently nudged me over the cliff to to come on in the tent. Uh, and I thought, yeah. Was that the yeah. first time that you'd heard about the, the, the program? Well, no, I've, I've, I've seen it online, and I've seen flickers of it, you know, in, in different places. Uh, uh, some of the uh, blogs I... Uh, read on the internet and uh some of the sites I visit had mentioned uh well survivorblog dot com to to mention one. Uh right. had had mentioned the uh uh 
the uh, Appleseed organization, and uh, uh, TSP, the uh, Survival Podcast, was another. Uh, they uh, got me, you know, it, and I got me interested, so I looked up online, and then at a recent gun show, uh, uh, Taylor had this booth set up uh, with the local gun clubs, and this gun club happened to be... Uh, uh, probably 25 miles closer than the gun club I have been attending. So I, I naturally uh, got to talking with the rep, and uh, and I'm, I'm using his online name as, as Taylor. Uh, got me interested, and I wanted to become involved. So I, I was able to go down and uh, uh, enjoy it. We had a, a, a beautiful range, beautiful weather, and uh, some great, Class A instructors. I mean, they, these guys are top notch, top notch, dedicated volunteers. That's that that's that's true, uh, true patriotism. That, that's all. That's all of our instructors, Mario. They, that's we have the uh, the absolute best folks uh, in America. We've been lucky enough to get them to sign onto the program and to teach at our events. So. So you 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 met some great instructors, but I want to assure you that at any event you go to, you're going to meet the same type of great guys. Let me I ask you this: Whenever you you heard about the program and you finally decided to go, now when you went, was it what you thought it was going to be? All of that and then some. You know, uh, I I th- I thought, uh, you know, here I'm going back to boot camp. And, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you know, we we had three companies going through uh, uh, rifle week in boot camp, and you know, in a week, I didn't learn what I learned in two days here, in in, in two days of apple seed. Uh, my uh, daughter just pointed out to me this morning there is a uh, there is a rifleman uh, boot camp in uh, Michigan, uh, in in Battle Creek. I'm sorry, it was my son. He just pointed at his chest. Yeah, it was him. There was a, a shoot in, in in Battle Creek, Michigan, and uh, I have some family over there, so staying uh, would be a real easy thing for me to do. But to to get involved, you know, further in, into the program, I have him interested, and uh, also my other son. But uh, because of their work commitments, weren't able to attend this last uh, shoot. But uh, there's another shoot in Spooner, uh, Wisconsin, on uh, I think the 15th and 16th of October or thereabouts. And there's one the follow not this weekend, but the following weekend that's in uh, Mason, uh, Wisconsin, which is in around uh, the Gordon area or between Ashland and uh, Superior, uh, Wisconsin, uh, for this weekend. And again, Spooner is just a little bit further south. But uh, these shoots are coming up, and uh, I'd I'd really like for them to attend. And uh, my middle son or my youngest son Dominic uh, is planning on attending uh, that particular shoot. It's a you know it's a, you I can't say enough good about these guys, the instructors, the um, the organization. What little I know about the organization is is, is good, and, and I'm uh, I want to do some more research. I want to find out. Uh, I want to get into the large bore uh, rifle uh, shooting and uh, you know further enhance my skills because, like I said, I learned more 
in two days of uh, apple seeding than I did a whole week in uh, in uh, Coast Guard boot camp. So, well, that's right. what we're that's how we set it up, and it's not a uh, it's it's not uh, uh, an accident that you learn more uh, in the two days and than anywhere else. That's the way we have it set up. What we've done is we've taken 500 years of uh, rifle marksmanship, uh, all of the secrets of it, and we've taken it, we've put it in a big pot, and we've distilled it down, and and we have uh, trimmed off the fat to just its essence, and that's what we teach you. We teach you the stuff that would normally take you 25 to 30 years of of of, uh, of going to the range fairly often, going to shooting with your uncle and your grandfather, and uh, maybe doing some high-power shooting and stuff like that for you to learn. And we've taken it all and put it in a two-day package that is not – we're not going to make you a high-power shooter or we're not going to make you a rifleman in one weekend, but we're going to give you all of the information. We're going to give you all the skills and techniques that you're going to need to begin your path uh, to becoming a rifleman. And folks just like you, the reason that the folks that you met at the event, the instructors, Taylor and the rest, the reason that uh, that you think that they're such good folks is because, Mario, they're, they're you. They're you uh, in just a couple of years. They're the people that went to an event just like you did, and they were saying, you know what, uh, I want to, there's something missing uh, in my life. There's something I, I need to finish and figure out. And they went there with just setting themselves a goal of uh, of improving their rifle marksmanship. And they got there, and then they met, and they exceeded those goals. And then just like you, they said, wow, you know, I, I set a goal for myself, and I, not only did I meet it, I exceeded it. I got my patch. So now... What's next? Because because that wasn't enough to to fill my stomach. That wasn't enough to satisfy me. Uh, you know, I need some more. And I, I need Indeed. now. Also, Indeed. once I've learned about the the peril that our nation faces, I understand that I need I need to do something about it myself. And and that sounds like right where you are. Uh, you you're spot on. You're absolutely spot on. And. Uh, I, I, the, the, the fire is lit, uh, and, uh, it will continue to burn. Uh, and, uh, you know, like, like stated, I, uh, I want to become part of the organization is not about revolution and revolt in, in so much as insurrection. It is, is about the principles of these things. It's about lighting the revolution Lighting the fire in the mind, deep down inside, in the heart, to know that we, as Americans, we as patriots, are capable of great things. And as you said, absolutely, absolutely, because we are uh, people don't understand, or they think that they are. They think that there is a huge amount of separation between themselves and. Uh, and Parker's men and uh, Davis's men who stood together on Lexington Green and then again at the North Britain Concord. They feel like they're, that those folks are millions of miles away and thousands of years away. 
And the actual truth is that there's an unbroken line, as if it happened yesterday, an unbroken line between you and those patriots that stood together that day. There's an unbroken line that leads directly to you. You are those same people, the same blood that flowed in their veins that caused them to do the right thing, even when it was hard. That same blood is flowing in your veins. It's the same blood that's flowing in all of the true American veins today. The folks that, that, that understand that they are being called upon today uh, to help this nation get through some rough times again and a lot of folks uh, a lot of folks who hear that message are answering the call just like you are and it sounds like that you're uh, that you're bringing the rest of your crew with you too right these 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 are my family members this you know uh, I'm, a, I'm i'm a strong believer in 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 starting at home first you know get your own house get your own side of the street in order and then uh then go on uh and my my sons uh by the grace of god and 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 their mother uh, uh have have grown up well uh and i can only i can only guide them i can't push them in any direction they have they have their own minds and they think independently and by the grace of god uh they they have gone they have chosen good paths they're both eagle scouts and they have cho- chosen their paths, and they're they're going in the right direction. And I, I'd like to give them the tools, you know. I and I, I kind of, you know, I broke the ice with the Appleseed uh, organization, and uh, I want them to be patriots. And in my time, the the best I can be, uh, I'm not physically able, uh, you know. And neither were some of the dangerous old men of uh, of of. That that are spoken of, uh, Benjamin Franklin, uh, have the in, have the opportunity to make affect changes in things and for the positive. And uh, I'm going to do what I can. And uh, my sons are are younger, and they can do what they can in their time. And and we can make things better. It's got to start with us. It's got to start with us as an individual first and then you know we have these things the opportunities to learn and and appleseed provides a a, a wonderful opportunity uh for men and women alike uh there was a young girl there uh, at the range and she was just trying and she I, what a heart what a heart unbelievable and uh that's what i see in 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 the Revolutionary War Veterans Association is hard. Well, you absolutely have the ability uh, until you breathe your last breath. You have the ability to affect change, and uh, and I'm sure that uh, you know you talk about yourself as being uh, an older, dangerous, uh, a dangerous older fellow, and uh, a lot of the folks. Uh, in Appleseed are from all uh, our folks are from all across the spectrum, and mm-hmm. no, I don't want people when you when you come to an Appleseed, you're not going to see a a line of uh, of young men, uh, <laughs> you know, on the, the line dressed and right. ready to go. Uh, 
you're going to you're going to see the same thing that Joseph Reed saw when he wrote the uh, letter to one of his friends at one of the most important times uh, in our history, and that was uh, in the winter right before Trenton and Princeton. And there it was. There we were with uh, the, the majority of the forces. Uh, we've been we've been beaten out of New York and out of New Jersey and pushed across the uh, Delaware. Most of the armies, uh, the uh, enlistments uh, had ended and they had left. Most of the folks thought that that was it, that it was over. And there was a uh, just a few folks that that dared to stay and and wanted deeply to make a change in their nation. And Joseph Reed looked at them and he said, when I look around me now, uh, I, I, I don't see the, the noisy sons of liberty, you know, the guys that were banging their cups in the bars and stuff and saying, you know, they'll, uh, they'll take my musket from my cold, dead hands. He said, I don't see them. When I look around me, I see the folks I least expected. And at every Appleseed event, that's who you see. It's, it's not a, a group of young men of military age, uh, uh, you know, filling the lines. You see, uh, you see the whole spectrum. You see, uh, you see women in their seventies, uh, down to uh, to young boys, uh, seven or eight years old. Uh, the whole spectrum of the nation is represented, and and that's exactly what we need. And we don't need uh, we don't need every single person in America uh, on the line at an apple seed for us to succeed. It'd be great if it, if that happened, but it won't. But wasn't we don't it need only it two, to happen. Wasn't it only two percent of the the people? Uh, uh, of the nation at the time that were were involved were. In, the, in the in the American Revolutionary War, exactly. All we need are a small, determined group. At every at every point in our history, every time our nation, uh, the fate of our nation hung in the balance, uh, it was decided not by uh, hundreds of thousands or millions of people. It was decided by a small, determined group. And and while we don't want to remain small. Uh, right now, that these are the folks that we need. We need the people that are determined, uh, and we need them on the line. Folks like you, Mario, and your family. When the when the two gentlemen rode out, Paul Revere being one of them, rode out of Boston. My understanding is they were able to raise fourteen thousand people. Fourteen thousand people on that road to Lexington and Concord. And that handed the British their first. Can you imagine that now? Can you imagine that today? I, I cannot. You think about I cannot. that today. Think with with, with think no communications. And see if you could if you could get on your your super uh your super phone and your computer and uh, on the radio and T V and you you think that you yourself and we always ask folks at Apple Tees this if something happened today, how many people could you, Mario, could you personally uh, get to show up uh, to help uh, defend the nation in some in a in a case 
like uh, April 19th? How many people do you think you personally could actually get to show up on Battle Road? Within traveling distance now, I I I would I would say let's say you live let's say that you whatever area of, of the country you're living in right now let's just uh, let's move your whole your whole uh, situation over to to Boston say it happened right there uh, you know right there and you were in Lexington or uh, uh, or one of the towns close to there but all but all of the people that you know. We're living there too. How many people have you got on the phone and said, "Man, the the regulars are out, and uh, we need you to muster"? How many people do you think you could get? I could drop a dime in within ten minutes and have ten to fifteen people there just by myself, but without. I mean, just 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 a, a ten ten or fifteen phone calls. Okay, well, as, see, as one individual. You are. Uh, you are one of the few that could do that because the majority of folks maybe. we have right. if the regulars came out uh, today and you got you were able to grab your your uh, super phone and get on your computer uh, and your and everything else. How many people do you think you could get? And uh, a lot of people would say, well, maybe one, maybe two, uh, you know, to to help save the nation. And yet you're right. Those guys set out on the ride, and by the next day they had uh, close to 20,000 men under arms marching toward Boston. That's an unbelievable number. Unbelievable. Absolutely correct. You know, it it, it, it warms my heart that, uh, to know that the, there there are people like that out there, like like the fellows uh, at, at Appleseed, like the like the men of the organization and. Well, hopefully we would be able to do the same thing today. But the the point we're usually trying to get across to folks is, is look around you, look around you at the people, at the Americans that uh, that you're sharing your oxygen with today. How many of those people do you think uh, do you think you could get out to actively participate in saving the nation? And a lot of times people say, man, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could get – maybe I could get one person or two it, or three. It, it brings me to tears to see the, the apathy. Uh, and that's of, where we're at today. The apathy in this nation is killing us. The ignorance uh, in this nation is, is the killing right, us. The, the, under, the, the, the attitude that is presented is as long as it doesn't affect me uh, – do what you want, and I I see that so much in so much of my life, uh, and you know, but little do you realize it does affect you. It, it does. That's what I was going to say. You got to tell them, hey, it is affecting you. It is affecting you every single day. And your your solution is the correct solution, Mario. As a rifleman, you start out. Right there. If you want to fix this problem, how do you start? To, how do you begin to fix it? You look straight down. You look straight down yeah, at the ground. Off the couch. <laughs> and you draw you draw a uh, you draw a circle that uh, extends three feet around you, and you fix the items within that three feet, and then you move it out uh, uh, another five or ten feet, and you fix the items in that. Uh, you work as hard as you can every single day to improve yourself, your family, your home, 
your community, your your city, your state, and your nation. And the solution is always a local solution. That means you have to get involved lo- locally. You have to right. You have to start paying attention to the events uh, that surround you locally. Meetings. That you know, uh, get get involved. You know that that uh, exactly right. Ex- you know, I boy, my eyes are opened. You know, <laughs> just like. What? Where have I been? I mean, with my my career, I've been uh, away from home for most of my uh, married life. I'd say I've been married thirty years, only because I've been away for fifteen of them. <laughs> but to be involved now, I have the opportunity. I'm retired from what what I've uh, been doing is had a, a professional choice at, and and now I can become involved. So maybe maybe I can uh, make a difference. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Well. Like I said, you you got the right uh, the right idea. You start locally. You start uh, making sure that you're paying attention to the folks who are in your local elections, to the school boards, to city council, to your county officials, because that is uh, the beginning of the uh, the elementary canal that uh, that we're feeding uh, the the folks into that uh, will get popped out at the other end uh, as politicians that we're voting for uh, at higher levels. Nobody just, uh, very seldom does anybody just walk off the street and become a senator or a congressman or a vice president uh, or a president. Uh, Everybody usually starts in the same way. They start uh, in their local elections or they start as state uh, uh, representatives or they, they begin working in their counties. And they graduate from that, and they they go up, and they go further, and then they they finally eventually end up uh, on the ticket uh, as your choice for senator or congressman or president. And what's been happening is we've been feeding some bad food into the machine, and we're getting uh, we're getting back out what we fed in, and it works. Right, garbage in, garbage out. Working. That's, that's, that's a, right. Uh, uh, when you get to a when you get to a presidential election and you don't have any good choices, that's our fault. We allowed that to happen, and the, the, we're the, the only ones who evil is still evil. You know, I mean that 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 you're you're absolute you're you're spot on, absolutely spot on. Well, listen, I, I'd like you to, uh, I'd like you to. Keep us advised on uh, on how things are going with you and your tribe, okay? Because I'd like to hear when uh, when you get uh, your other family members to attend and, and what they think about it. And you're right; you can't push uh, them into you can't push anybody. We can't push anybody. All we can do is present the facts. We can lay the facts out on the table to folks and. We can let them make up their minds on what they're going to do, starting with attending an event. We can't force anybody to attend an event. We wouldn't want to. But we can allow them to decide whether they're going to go or not. And then once they've gone, while they're there, uh, we can certainly uh, we can certainly present them with these skills and techniques to improve their rifle marksmanship. And we can tell them about the, the history, about the events of April 19, 1775, who was there, uh, what they did, why they were there, and, and, and why they didn't. 
and then we can talk to them about the peril that our nation faces, but that's all we can do. That, that's it. After that, it's in their hands. They have to decide what they're going to do after that. Some of the folks choose to uh, to deny that they heard anything. They can put their head back in the sand. They hop back up on the couch and, they and deny deserve what they that get. there's a problem because that's the easy fix. The yeah. hard thing to do is to listen with your ears open and say, you know what, they're right, there's a problem. And to be honest, I really knew there was a problem, but I didn't want to admit it, and now it's been set before me. And now I have two choices. I can either deny it or I can accept that it's truth. And once you accept that it's truth, then you have to do something. If you're a man of action, you have to do something. And that's hard because we all have... Uh, our lives, when we arrive at Appleseed, our lives are already usually packed full. Every minute of the 24 hours in a day are usually are packed full with something, uh, with some previous engagement, with something to do with the lives we have to lead. And deciding on taking steps uh, to safeguard the freedoms and liberties that we enjoy by virtue of living in this nation is really a hard thing to commit to because it means now I'm going to have to chop out some time. I'm going to have to get a big axe or a machete and start hacking into that, that rock-solid uh, schedule that step I already have. Step out of our I'm comfort to chop zone. Chop out some time. You know, stepping out right. of our comfort zones. That's what that's what the, the patriots did. That's what, that's what a true patriot will do. Step out of your comfort zone. You know, right. had everyone – if they had all the technology – Back then that we have now, you know, all right, put your iPod down. Put put your computer aside. Turn the television off for a minute here. There's there, there there's something going on. Wake up, America. Right, and 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 it's kind of funny because if we if you think about it, first we're saying, Yeah, this is hard and listen, I will tell you the truth, apple seed is hard. There's no two ways about it. Apple seed, if you're doing it correctly, is hard. It's trying, it's frustrating. Uh, it's annoying. It, it it is. It's every one of those uh, adjectives and expletives uh, combined. <laughs> but but when we compare it to what uh, to what the founders faced, to what the folks on April nineteenth faced, uh, it's a it's a huge difference because we're not asking you to stand in ranks and to get ready to. Uh, to receive a walnut-sized chunk of lead in your knee or in your forehead or in your heart. We're not asking you to have an arm cut off by a cannon uh, or to uh, or to wear uh, just a pair of skivvies and a blanket through a New England weather, uh, New England winter. We're not asking you to do any of that. We're not asking you to lose every penny you've ever made, have your house burned to the ground, have your have your family murdered. We're not asking you to do that. Here's what we're asking you to do. We're asking you to get together with a bunch of your friends, with a bunch of like-minded folks, and to spend two days uh, learning how to fire your rifle safely and competently and learning about the history of our nation and then teaching it to others. That's what we're asking you to do. And give it a choice between that two-day weekend and uh, the two days uh, – of April 19th and April 20th. You got April 19th when the fighting occurred, and you got April 20th when they were going up and down the roads with wagons collecting the bodies and uh, the body parts and burying them. Those 
are two different days of work. Indeed. And and when you think about it, we're really not asking you to do something that's horrible. We're asking you to find some time in your life uh, to do something that's actually that's actually fairly pleasant. Now, I know I gave it a a rough rap going in because uh, being an instructor is, is a rough deal. But you get the the two day uh, apple seed rice marksmanship weekend is the cream of the uh, the crop. It's the icing on the cake, and that's what we're asking you to do. Is uh, it's going to be some hard work, but then, uh, but the the good part is getting to lick the icing off the cake on the Saturday and Sunday that you're having the apple seed weekend, and uh, and that is a that's a big difference in choices. So. That's how we ask you to look at it. Look at it in the bigger picture of uh, I'm going to help my nation, but thanks to the folks who stood together on April 19th, 1775. Thanks to the founders. Thanks to the 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 brilliant minds that put together our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. We no longer uh, have to try to effect change in our government uh, through the muzzle of a rifle. We can do it. Uh, we can do it very easily through getting together with our friends on a two-day weekend and learning to shoot, teaching folks to shoot, learning about history. And then we can we can work even further. And listen, a lot of the work of of safeguarding the rights and liberties of our nation, a lot of this work can be done uh, in your underwear from the safety and comfort of your climate-controlled home. So. So we we want to make sure that we keep it in perspective. Truly, truly, it, it's you know, it's just uh, make the effort. Uh, I intend on making the effort. Uh, well, I, I, I look forward to hearing. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you. I, I, if you'll do me a favor and 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 each step along the way, Mario. If you will uh, call back to the show and give us a sit rep on this, uh, Sam is a call sprinter. He's listening, and uh, and I'll ask him to make a note. He's probably, I'm sure he's already done it anyway because he's really good about that. About making a note about uh, running each of the head of the line uh, when you call in, so that we can get uh, we can get the the news on how it's going with you, how you. Uh, when you go to your next event and, and when you're, when you're, the rest of your family does and and then uh, when and if you decide to uh, accept uh, uh, the hat, accept the position uh, as an instructor in Apple City. The red hat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, uh, you know, I, I just happened to be looking through my email uh, and, and I saw the, uh, oh, the, the rifleman, site it, it, it's going to have the, the show on this evening well, let me turn it in I, I, I tuned it in I grabbed the phone number and damn it here I am <laughs> well, have, you, know, you, uh, have you ever listened to the show before no sir no sir this is this is I'm I'm I'm, I'm a newbie I'm an FNG fairly new guy <laughs> all right well Mario I, I really appreciate you calling and like I said be sure and call us in with any updates God bless and keep you and yours, and uh, and please accept my congratulations 
and I'm sure the congratulations of the, the rest of the folks that are listening for putting forth the effort and persisting and shooting the rifle standards. And, you know, I tell the folks that uh, when I'm given the patch that that shooting uh, 210 or above on the 25-meter or 200 uh, and above on the actual distance, it doesn't make you a rifleman. It uh, qualifies you to wear the patch, but it doesn't make you a rifleman. It's just it's the key to the door that opens the door to becoming absolutely. a rifleman. You're, you're, and uh, that's what your next oh, mission man, how is. How spot on it, you are. How spot on you are. Well, that's your next mission is to uh, to step through the door and uh, and to continue on your path. All right, Mario, thank you very much uh, for calling. Uh, I'm not going to hang up on you. I'm just going to put you back in the queue so you can listen if you want. Or, uh, and then uh, be sure and call back again uh, when you've got uh, any additional news, okay? Very well, sir. Will do. Thank okay. you very All right, much. Thank you, Mario. Thanks again, man. <clears throat> well, there it is. And uh, and that's why we do this, you know. That's that's exactly why we do this because I think you could hear in, in Mario's voice. It, 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 that was uh, everything he said was real. He, he wasn't trying to uh, he wasn't trying to shine us on because what's the point in that? All right, what's the point in that? He went to an apple seed uh, and. He said he'd heard about it previously, and he wasn't sure exactly where all he heard it, but he heard about it on forums and stuff like that. And then uh, he met the guy at the uh, at the gun show, and uh, and had been stirred to the the event, and then went and shot the rifleman standards, and uh, a light flicked on, and. And he 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 could see he could see what was going on. Now I'm everybody who goes to an apple seed event isn't gonna it's not going to work like this for them. Uh, a good deal of folks go there. Uh, everybody uh, improves. Everybody's rifle marksmanship improves. Everybody gets a better uh, understanding and a rock solid foundation in safety. Everybody comes away with more knowledge about the events of April 19, 1775 than they had before they came. But not everybody's light flicks on. Not everybody decides to accept the truth, accept the responsibility for safeguarding the rights and freedoms of this nation. Not everybody accepts their sacred responsibility. Some people do. And and God bless them. Uh, we just have to go through. We've got to go through a thousand people uh, to get to a Mario, uh, to get to uh, a uh, a Taos or an Ed Healer or, or uh, a Floyd Ferguson. We've got to go through a thousand or more people to get to them. And. Uh, and it's a long, hard road, but it's going to be worth it, all right? And we got to go through 5,000 people if we want to get to uh, an Ashland 03. <laughs> so we've got a long, hard road ahead of us. Uh, 
but but there's no other way around it. I don't know of any other way. I keep searching for the shortcuts. I keep searching for uh, for the back roads or or the uh, or the wormholes that let us jump from from one galaxy into the next, so that uh, so that we don't have to run through uh, uh, 500 or 1,000 people to get to that one shining jewel that we need to further the mission. But I haven't found it yet. Uh, so if any of you, rest of you guys know any of the shortcuts, please let us know. But here's the thing. I don't think that there is any. Uh, I don't think that there is any shortcuts. I don't think that there is, uh, that there are any wormholes. I think the way that we're doing it is the only way it's going to get done. All right, uh, we've got another uh, caller that uh, wants to talk about their experience. Uh, Mr. Is it Tudor? Yes. Mr. Tudor, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, it says here that uh, you came to, uh, that you can actually came to Davila. Right. To uh, an apple seed. Correct. And I'm trying to I'm trying to remember if I can recognize your face. Uh, when oh, did you come? Uh, we were there in November 2010. My son and I. My son turned 15 there. He came home with a with a uh, patch. I came home with a bunch of sore muscles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we both learned a lot, but you know he he, he progressed more than I did. But um, let me well, see. Well, I think I can rec- almost recognize you from your voice, Mister Tudor. Uh, so your son shot the rifle in standards here, and 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 he heard our he heard our message and stuff, and and so did you. Right. Uh, did right. it make any changes? In either of your lives? Oh yeah, I was. Uh, you talking about the message or the the things we learned out there on the firing line? Really both, because they're they're kind of intertwined. Oh, sure, but, sure they uh, are. But really both. Um, well, I've I've become sort of a history buff. I didn't care squat about it when I was in school. I kind of slept through school, but. Um, I've I've had a great interest in it and had um I kind of like we, we do uh reenacting kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that that doesn't mean that I learned I, actually Civil War. Uh, Civil War, okay. 1850s, 60s, 70s, so in that time frame. Um, but anyway, I uh, it doesn't mean we didn't learn some stuff because we. What we learned was was about a couple of specific days there. It was it was great. Um, well, you know, before I guess I was a bit like you because before I uh, before I started with Appleseed. Now I, I I've been a history buff my whole life, and I'm mm-hmm. you know I've uh, I've devoured history, but at a certain point it uh, it started shutting itself off uh, with. Uh, like 1936 or so, uh, you know, at a certain point, uh, I got hung up on uh, on going back any further than World War II. Anything, anything further than that, they just uh, they just didn't have good rifles, and uh, <laughs> yeah. and so right. uh, so 
so my my history, I mean, I I, I continued devouring history of World War II, the Korean conflict, uh, Vietnam, uh, on and on. And then when I finally uh, got tuned into uh, the American Revolutionary War history again, was was when I happened to be reading a, uh, an older copy of Shotgun News. I'd, I'd already read all the rest of it except for uh, Fred's article, and uh, and I finally decided that if I was going to get any benefit from rereading this thing again, I was going to have to read his article, and uh, and I wasn't too keen on it because I'd read the like the first few lines or the first paragraph um, several times, and here was this guy. Uh, going on again, and and I in my mind I could hear him yelling about uh, the folks in the American Revolutionary War, and uh, and to my great embarrassment, to my shame, uh, I, I was constantly every time I'd hit that little part of the page, I would be thinking, oh my gosh, please, please shut up about the American Revolutionary War. You know that that's uh, it's old, it's dusty. It's a bunch of guys uh, prancing around in tights and uh, and and holding up cups with their little fingers out and talking about a spot of tea and stuff like that. And oh my gosh! Uh, and and then I, I read through the whole thing. I read through the the whole article, and uh, what he was saying started to make sense. And and it just kind of hit me in a big flood, and uh, you know I I called Fred and uh, because he said there was nobody in Texas, 22 million people, there's nobody in Texas willing to to sponsor a shoot. So uh, so I called him and said I would do it, and uh, and from that moment on uh, I started pouring over American history. Uh, in the American Revolutionary War, and uh, and and before that, and I was completely amazed. I was completely taken by uh, by the richness of the history of that time period. Uh, you can go through any of the the, the periods of history in America, and uh, and while even I myself was spent a, a good many years. Uh, rummaging back and forth in the Civil War, uh, I'm, still, I'm going to tell you that the American Revolutionary War, now to me, uh, is the most exciting part of our American history. It uh, it has the the most uh, the most heroic men. It has the most beautiful women. It it has the most uh, exciting stories uh, of love and and danger and, and love of our nation. And it actually, uh, you can watch it, you can watch the nation unfolding, you can watch the birth of of the nation, and it's just as beautiful uh, as, uh, as the birth of a child. And it's just an amazing story. Uh, and our history, is, uh, our American Revolutionary War history is so rich and uh and I'm just I'm hooked on it now, and I don't know about you, but that's that's the way I feel about the history, about our American Revolutionary War history. Now I haven't given up on any of the other periods, 
but uh, I've mainly concerned myself with the last six years with uh, with this period and, and finding out everything I can about it. Well, the closer I look at where we've come in this country, the more I yearn to uh, go back. And uh, those guys had a lot to teach. The way they, the resolve they had, and the, and the uh, just the kind of people they were. Well, certainly, they, they, a lot of a lot of times people think about uh, the American Revolutionary War, and they think about the people in the 1700s, and they think, "Well, my gosh, those those folks were uh, they were good people, but certainly they were nowhere near as smart as us today." You know, there was they couldn't be. They didn't have. They don't have all the information that we have. So they, so therefore, they could not be nearly as smart as us, right? It's a fact. It's a. It's a. It's not arguable. But then, if you read the Constitution of the United States, if you read the the, the Bill of Rights, if you read the, the Declaration of Independence, I don't know. I don't know that we have that we have. Uh, the, the great minds today that could write those documents. Uh, no one close. We don't. Uh, we don't have anything on the people who wrote those documents. So. Right. So uh, I'm constantly amazed every time I, every time I read through uh, the Constitution, or through the Bill of Rights, or through the Declaration of Independence. I just uh, I read it with reverence because because of the the brilliance of the documents. Well, let me ask you: Why how come I haven't seen guys back since 2010? No excuses, sir. I'll tell you what: you come and show up. Come and show up and shoot again. Uh, here in Davila, bring your son. Bring somebody else too. Do you have any other sons that are? Uh, that are of age to uh, begin shooting? Oh, yeah. I, I will have, I have another son that's 12. And uh, he's perfect. He's, he's ready. I think he would, I think he would be, uh, he, he might even come home with a patch. I think he probably could. Well, there's no reason you can't, uh, can't come home with yours too. The only, the only problem with, uh, with older guys like you and I, Going to apple seeds and shooting is uh, is that we are usually dragging a uh, a quarter mile long Superman cape behind us, filled up with uh, with not so great uh, uh, practices in our in our shooting skills. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of hard a lot of times to unlearn some of the things that. Uh, that we that we were doing all of our lives in our shooting, and uh, with the younger shooters and a lot of times with women too, uh, they have an easier uh, they have an easier path at apple seeds because they're not bringing it with them. You know, when I got online the first time and started listening to the instruction, I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm listening, but I'm only listening with my right ear because I already know how to shoot. So yeah, I'm going to listen out of my right ear. But out of my left ear, I'm going to uh, I'm going to think about uh, uh, you know about uh, paying a mortgage or or about uh, uh, about what I need to to fix next week or something like that. 
And we end up not listening to the instruction and then not applying it as, it's, as it needs to be applied. And so my score, I don't know what yours was, uh, Russell, but I think that my first my first AQT, I think, uh, barely broke over 100. And, uh, I don't remember my numbers. I was, I was getting... It was well, hard to see from where I was at, but I just didn't get there. Well, it took me... And, it took you a right. good while. You're right. I, I went in there thinking, yeah, I don't really need this, but I'm just here for my son. Right. And and then and then I started trying to drink from the fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you saw your son uh, starting to rack up some good scores, and then you were really in oh, a busy yeah. then, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I can imagine the ride back. <laughs> It was, a, it was a great week. Don't don't was, say anything to me, son. Don't don't say anything to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm proud of him. No, it, was, it was a great week. I learned a lot, even though I didn't come home with that patch. And, and uh, well, listen, yeah, I'm gonna time, you, I want you to come back, Russell. I want you to shoot again, and uh, I want you to get that patch. I want you to have that patch on. I want you to bring your your 12 year old son too. So that, uh, it's not, it's not, you know, the patch is good. It's really not for the patch. It's, it's because I need to, uh, I need to, um, I need to just get it done. I need to get better at it. I need to, I need to get in yeah, those positions. You know I need that, to get that patch is some lovely icing on the cake. Sure, sure it is. Sure it is. Well then, you come back. You come back and shoot. Okay. I'm going to be looking for you as you look at the, uh, look at the upcoming event. I'm sure you're probably not ready to come. Uh, on the Saturday day after tomorrow, that's our next one here. But uh, but if you are, we've got space for you. And uh, um, and if I'm you're not, be... then take a look at the uh, upcoming uh, date because we'll have one. Uh, uh, we'll have one now. We'll have one. Uh, let's see, October. We'll have one uh, near the end of October and uh, and near the end of the, the middle or the middle. Of November. Okay. And now you've waited uh, long enough that uh, you'll probably almost guarantee to get some rain at an event. <laughs> hey, we've been getting some. It's great. How about you? <laughs> Which is always a wonderful experience, especially if it's cold rain. Yeah. Uh, did it yeah, rain well. on you uh, in November of 2010? Um, no, not I don't I don't believe it rained a drop that week. Okay, all right. Well, I'm sorry. We're going. We're trying to remedy that this time. Well, just it, it wasn't on the schedule. <laughs> well, well, whenever you came to the event, what caused yes. you to? Or let me let me let me get you to tell me if you can remember. How did you hear about Appleseed, and what caused you to actually flip the switch and come back in? Uh, November of 2010. Uh, a friend of mine told me about it. Um, he, he wasn't able to do the the uh, week, but he, him and his son did a weekend. And um, he's the one that told me about it. And I went and got online, checked it out, and read about it, and and uh, and got myself up there. It was not easy to do for me to break away. And financially, it wasn't easy either. But um, I knew that was something that I saw that would be a great week for my 
my son. He, like I said, he turned 15 there in the camp that week, mm-hmm. and uh, it couldn't have been a better birthday gift for him. Um, oh, that's right. You were at the boot camp. Yeah. Boot right. Camp. Mm-hmm. Right. November. That was the that was the eight the eight day event in November. Correct. That's right. I can't. I remember you now. Well, yeah, it's been too long, Russell. It's it has. Come back. It's been a while. It's been a while. We're, we've been missing you, and you've been missing Appleseed. And it's time to yeah. come back, and it's time to introduce uh, your younger son too. And bring in your bring your wife this time. Get throw her in the truck, <laughs> or not. Well, um, that one. She she likes to shoot. And this is probably true. I've I've found this to be true with with several of my friends' wives and people I talk to that that their that their wives you know they they don't really think they want to. They're busy or whatever. They don't they're not excited about it like us guys usually are. But then once you get them out there, she doesn't want to stop. Right. She wants to shoot some more. And uh, well, I, I think she would enjoy it too. We'll talk about it. Well, uh, right now, but anyway, you remember? Uh, you remember old Grunt? Yep. From the November camp. Well, he just uh, he just logged in on the in the chat room here, and uh, okay, I just thought that was very kind of uh, a little bit of uh, a coincidence there. Uh, old Grunt uh, was at the. November boot camp, and I'm sure a lot of people remember him, and may, a lot of people may not remember him very fondly because uh, he had a habit of playing Reveille at around 5.30 in the morning and uh, and yelling for everybody to get out of bed. And uh, <laughs> but I he, probably it. Wants to, uh, he, he probably wants to get on there and tell everybody what a pain I was all week long. Now, I'll, I'll just go ahead and let him have it. And uh, and I'll have to catch him next time on a rebuttal, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Russell, uh, you're gonna you're going to look at the schedule, and you're gonna come, right? Yes, I am. All right. Uh, you got my phone number? Uh, no. Got a pen or paper on you? I'm writing already. Okay. It's two five four. Okay. Two one seven, two one seven, one three two five. Two and one seven. Call me anytime. Anytime you're ready, okay. we'll uh, we'll put you on the schedule. Thanks, Scout. Have a good evening. All right, you too. God bless you, brother. And tell your uh, son I said hey. I look forward to seeing you guys. All right. All right. All right. Take care. Well, there you go. Uh, and uh, let's see, old Grunt, I see he just checked into the chat room. And, OG, I want to say hi. Uh, I saw the other day that uh, that you were, uh, that you are running some Harleys uh, right now. And, uh, and I just want to, I'm just going to tell you, be careful, uh, because, uh, because you don't need to get busted up anymore, so be careful, brother. And I miss you. And 
uh, I hope that life is uh, shining down on you. Uh, and uh, and we did have uh, a really great event back in November in uh, of 2010, and uh, and I'm thinking back on the crew there now, and and sometimes uh, the faces get a little bit mixed up because uh, man, it has been so many faces now, so many apple seeds, uh, so many boot camps, and. Uh, and they've all, you know, they've each, they've all, they've all been unique. They've all been a blessing, but uh, sometimes it's kind of hard to separate one from the other now. And uh, and and I know that uh, that as a uh, as an organization, we've gone, uh, we've gotten away a little bit from the boot camps. But I got to tell you that uh, the majority of the folks that uh, that have been in Appleseed for the long haul, all entered through a uh, in, in in my experience in Texas, all entered uh, through the door of a boot camp. So uh, so I still believe in them. All right. All right. Uh, well, we still got time to take some calls. So. Uh, if anybody would like to call in and uh, and thank any of their local crew, then uh, we'd love to have you do it. The number is 347-308-8790. 347-308-8790. Now, I told you that we have the, uh, the instructor, actual distance, this last weekend on Saturday. And, had, and Floyd uh, Ferguson did a great job on that, and uh, and all of the shooters did a bang up job, uh, and uh, I wanted to thank him again for that, and I want to thank all of the shooters who showed up, and uh, thank them for for taking the time to do this and for putting forth their best effort and really for doing a great job. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, Floyd didn't. The, there this was there was no uh, uh pussy footing footing about. Uh, Floyd threw the guys right into the meat grinder, uh got him on the ground, got him shooting the AQT at twenty five, and then shot him straight over to the K D and had them uh, shooting the ciders and then shooting the AQTs there. And uh there's no no schooling, no uh no real uh, warm ups or anything like that. He just uh he flung them into the fire and uh uh and they did, uh, I think, a really great job. And uh, we're going to do the same thing again in December on the 9th. And uh, and the only difference is uh, it will be uh, there will be uh, just a tiny bit of instruction, and uh, and then probably uh, we'll spend probably a, a a lot more time on the uh, on the actual shooting the known distance AQTs. Uh, also, I have to apologize for this uh, the last event because uh, I've gone to a meeting of the Austin uh, uh, Republican Patriots. Uh, they asked me to come and speak at their event, and I did. And uh, they bought me dinner, and uh, and I got sick as a dog. And I spent from uh, midnight to about 6.30 uh, wrapped up in my sickness. And I was not able to uh, 
to assist Floyd, but uh, we'll make sure that uh, that we have all of the uh, everything streamlined and uh, ready to go on the ninth, uh, and it'll be a lot uh, uh, a lot more streamlined and a lot more time for shooting the actual distance AQTs, and I'm really looking forward to that. <clears throat> all right. Uh, the topic of the show tonight is, uh, are you a rebel and are you part of the insurgency? And, you know, on first read, when you hear that, when you hear, uh, being a rebel or being part of the insurgency or being an insurgent, uh, the first thing you might think of is, well, why heck no, I'm not an insurgent. I'm not, uh. I'm not wearing uh, one of those man dresses and uh, and wearing a uh, you know a bed sheet wrapped around my head or anything like that. I'm I'm uh, I'm an American, and so I want you to think about that for a minute because I want you to think about what what being a rebel is, uh, and there are many definitions uh, of rebel. You can go to a bunch of different dictionaries and get different definitions of it. Uh but I'd like you to take this one. This is from the uh from the Farflex dictionary on Google. And this is the verb. Uh the, of course a noun a uh, rebel is is just uh, uh one who rebels or one who is in rebellion. But the verb uh, about what a what what a rebel does and in this definition, it's to dissent from the accepted moral code or convention of behavior. To dissent from the accepted moral code or convention of behavior. And if you put that into context with our current situation, our current nation, then I don't think you have any choice. I think you have to be a rebel. I think you have to you have to go against the flow, against the current flow. I think you have to uh, instead of letting yourself be swept away downstream with the flotsam and jetsam, I think you have to to be a rebel and you have to swim upstream. Uh I think that I think that we should be rebelling against the current accepted moral code about the current behavior in our country. I don't accept it. I don't accept the current moral code of our nation. I don't accept the current uh, accepted behavior in our nation. So does that make me a rebel? Well, I, I think it might. And then... The insurgent. Now, of course, with the noun insurgent, it's uh, it's the same thing as rebel. It's just one who's participating in an insurgency. But for our definition, uh, insurgent is designating or they're of a faction in revolt against the leadership of a political party. And... uh, I put it in quote all parties 
I want us to be uh, I want us to be in revolt against all parties, against all accepted current accepted uh, methods of doing business uh, in our nation in Washington. Uh, we, there, there's no more room. There's no more room for us to just uh, to just sit and allow ourselves to be to be swept downstream in this. There's no more room for us to to allow what's going on just to continue as the norm. Even if we wanted to, we couldn't because it it's going to end. It has to end. Uh, the only problem is that it's going to end in uh, in disaster for us. Our current political situation, our current financial, and our current economic situation, it, it definitely has an end. And I think that the end is in sight. I think we're racing for that thing at breakneck speed. So there's no room for us to accept the norm, uh, to accept the current situation, the the current morals, the current behavior, the current the, the current morals that allow uh, the lies and the deception that uh, that are now the norm. The, the 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 spin doctors that uh, are running the nation, the current the current morality, the current behavior of of the folks who are in charge of this nation, or, or they're not in charge of, they're representing us. So it's it's our fault. But we've allowed them to produce what now is considered the norm. Uh, the ill behavior. Uh, we can't sit back. We can't allow this to continue. We've got to do something about it. We have to become rebels. We have to become insurgents. And let me make it perfectly clear. When I say insurgents, I'm not talking about uh, about folks in this nation uh running through the hills and taking pot shots at the government. That's not, that is not what I'm speaking about at all. Just like we, just like we mentioned earlier, the brilliance of the founders in designing our nation so that, because they had been through it, they had been through the the death and the, the horror, the chaos, of an eternal revolution. They had been through that, and that was fresh in their minds when they wrote the document. It was fresh in their minds that we're going to create a nation, and we're going to create it so that there are safety checks put in place so that we don't have to take up arms again in order to affect change in this nation. They did. They had to. They had no, they had no other choice. They had no other recourse than standing together in ranks uh, and taking up arms in order to affect change in the nation. They they that they did they had no other choice. We do, but we're not using it. It's like that we it's like we've got this this 
this absolutely fantastic machine that we have uh, with the ability to run the nation, and we're not using it. It's it, it, it's running on half cylinders, and it's rusty, and it's dirty, and it's filled up with with crud, and it's supposed to be running on uh, on premium, and instead we've got some watered down kerosene. That we're that we're shoving down the throat of this machine. That's our government. We're no longer taking responsibility uh, for ensuring that the folks that uh, that we have elected, if we if we're even indeed even voting, we're not taking the responsibility of ensuring that these guys are doing what we ask them to do. What they're doing is they're going up there. They're doing what they need to do to get along or what they need to do to ensure that they will that they will win uh, another term, but they're not doing what's right for the nation. And look at where we are now. We have a debt that that is rapidly uh, it, it's spinning out of control. We have a debt now, a national debt that that we have no no way uh, uh, that very soon we'll have no way of repaying. It, it will take 100% of our uh, gross domestic product uh, of of the money that uh, that we're we're making as a nation to pay it. There's no way we can pay it. We're doing irreparable damage to the nation. The folks that we have allowed, uh, that we have sent to represent us, have taken the easy roads uh, in every case that they can, and they've all spent so much time uh, with infighting, denigrating each other, uh, bashing each other down uh, to try and assure the the victory of one party over the other that we're just we're left with a uh, with a destroyed and smoking battlefield with no one trying to do the right thing we don't have a lot of time to fix this uh is it fixable in my heart, uh, I want to I want to believe that it is, and I want to continue to working as hard as I can to effect change, to try to make sure that uh, that there is change made. But it's certainly not going to happen uh, without the help of a lot of other folks. All right. And I know I tell you this, you guys, this all the time. I know I tell you, and uh, I harass, I harangue you. But you absolutely uh, have to get involved. Uh, Each and every one of you have to get yourselves involved on a personal level. All right? Now, I know at Appleseed, and I would like to ask that you start out with Appleseed. I'd like to ask that you start out. If you're listening to me, there's a great, really a good chance that you're already involved in Appleseed and that you're already working at it, and that's that's great. 
And that's what we'd like you to do, to become part of the machine uh, that we're using to wake up our fellow sleeping Americans. But that can't be the end of it. That can't be the end of your involvement. And I know that we ask a lot of you. But Appleseed isn't a, it's not a social club. It's not a shooting club. It's an organization that has an actual mission, a serious mission. And there's no way it's going to get done without you guys, uh, without you guys putting your shoulder to the wheel and investing yourself in this. Investing yourself in the Appleseed mission, which is waking up other folks and then getting them to understand that they're going to have to do the same thing. They're going to have to find some way to plug themselves in. And I know that we don't tell you guys, we don't, uh, at, at a good number of the Appleseeds, we don't tell you what to do uh, the rest of the month when you're not at an apple seed. A lot of times we figure that uh, you're grown men and women, and as grown men and women, you should be uh, you should be able to figure this out yourself. You should be able to figure out where to start yourself. And what I'd really like is for uh, is for Appleseed to start working, uh, to start making alliances with uh, uh, the same thing that I'm always uh, that I'm always pushing on here is for you to be as an Appleseed uh, representative that you should be making alliances locally to you, uh, nationally and locally but making alliances locally to you and working hand-in-hand with uh, with different organizations that have different, that are offering different answers to the problems that we face. Uh, there's no reason that, uh, that at an apple seed, you can't have, uh, you can't have your state rifle organizations uh, involved with speaking and letting uh, the folks who are attending know what they're doing and how they can help, uh, how they can help direct the uh, folks who are attending apple seeds uh, into into ways that they can uh, participate in effecting change in the nation. There's no reason you can't get. Uh, your local, uh, you can have, you can have involvement with local political parties. You just can't endorse them, right? So you can have, uh, if you want to have somebody from a political party, they can come and they can speak uh, at an apple seed after it's finished. Uh, They can come and speak there from, from either party, uh, so you should be reaching out and finding other organizations that can help direct people. People want to get plugged in, and and they want to they want to set new goals. Once they set the goals themselves to uh, to improve the rise of marksmanship, they meet and exceed those goals, and they want to keep pushing. Yes, we want them to to begin with Appleseed, but not everybody will. Not everybody. That's not everybody's. Uh, 
not everybody's path of involvement. All right? So make sure that uh, that if you can, that you're working with other groups so that you can provide them other paths. You can provide them other ways that they can help. If they don't want to, if they don't want to, uh, to help instruct an apple seed, uh, but they would be willing to uh, become a uh, one of the uh, party members or something in, in one of the local parties or something, then that's a way they can help. So, so make sure that you're uh, that you're reaching out to all of the different groups uh, around you. So that you can be making alliance with alliances with them, so you can be helping to direct people uh, into ways that they can participate in uh, helping to provide the maintenance that our nation needs, and that they can be helping to do some of the uh, to some of the heavy lifting in helping to promote uh, participation in Appleseed. Now, most of the most of the folks are willing to do this. The uh, the group that I spoke to in Austin, uh, all I had to do was ask, uh, and and they're they're more than willing to allow me uh, allow folks to speak there. And uh, uh, one of the folks from the Appleseed that was attending the Appleseed uh, set it up so that I could come and speak at their group. Now I already have two folks from the group who now want to come to attend an apple seed. And I'm hoping that uh I'm hoping that we can keep using these alliances that we're making in order to strengthen ourselves. You know, as as a as a small organization and yeah, even though we've got uh even though we've got a thousand instructors and and we've we've taught uh, uh, I don't know how many thousands of people uh, now to date. Even though even though we're at that size, we're still small. We're still tiny. Uh, and and as such a tiny organization, it's hard to do something uh, by ourselves. All right, and we need these alliances. We need to make. Uh, uh, to make the connections with other organizations and to strengthen ourselves uh, with cross-pollinization. And like I said, you, you can't, you can't in, as, as an Appleseed uh, member, you can't endorse any political party. But, you can, but people can come and speak, uh, uh, you know, as long as you allow, uh, you allow the... Uh, the Democrats to speak, you allow the Republicans to speak, or the Libertarians, or whoever. If somebody wants to come and speak after an apple seed has ended, after you close it on Sunday, uh, there's no reason that they can't. Uh, as I, like I said, as long as you don't endorse any uh, political party or any political candidate. But we can't continue. To do nothing, because that's what the majority of Americans are doing now. They're doing nothing. <clears throat> they're just uh, they're just being washed downstream, like like so much of a 
so much of the of an ugly mess after a flood. You know, you've seen the the swollen streams that uh, that are filled with trash and parts of houses and tires and you name it, everything floating downstream after a flood. That's the way it is now. That's the way we are now. We can't we can't go with the flow. Uh, we have to rebel. We have to we have to force our way upstream. We we can't allow it to continue as it is. Uh, we just can't. Uh, all right. Uh, if if any of you out there, and I know that people are, if, you, if any of you out, if any of you folks out there are are doing something, if you're uh, if you're working at making alliances, if you're working, if you have some uh, some excellent ways of spreading the word, then uh, we'd love it if you would call in. It doesn't have to be tonight. It'd be great if it's tonight, but it doesn't have to be tonight. But if you'd call in and use the uh, the radio show to spread your secrets around. I believe Fred was telling me the other day that uh, that I believe it was in uh, Indiana. Uh, he said that the uh, either Indiana or I believe it was Indiana that there were uh, a large amount of the library seats going on, and that they were drawing really big crowds. So uh, I guess I'll take a look at the forum and see some of the posts there. But I'd like to have some of the folks who've been involved in uh, the library seats, I'd like for them to to call in and talk to the rest of the folks about their experiences uh, at the library seats because uh, I believe this is going to be, I believe this is a very good opportunity for for us to work on the message part of our mission and uh, it doesn't require uh, any kind of a range. It doesn't require any equipment. It just uh, requires your sharp apple seed uh, red hat mind and a place to tell the story. And uh, I would sure love it if we had some folks who had been involved in some of the library seeds to call in and tell us about their experiences. I'm working with uh, Floyd Ferguson to get some set up in Dallas and then uh, set up some here locally. Uh, I told you I've done the schools. Uh, I do the, the different organizations that uh, that have their weekly meetings or their monthly meetings. Uh, I've done them. I've done the Sons of the American Revolution and the Daughters of the American Revolution. And that's another organization that I, I strongly encourage you to seek out those folks and uh, and ask them if you can speak at their organization. Like I said, our missions are very similar. And while they're not the same, they are very similar. And we can certainly help each other by forming an alliance. The SAR and DAR chapters are uh, in dire need of uh, of a fresh injection of uh, American patriot blood into their ranks. We need the uh, sons of the American Revolution and daughters of the American Revolution to assist us in getting the word out. And they're really good at that. 
So this is a, a very easy alliance to make. I'd like to hear from some of the folks who've done this, who've made these alliances. I'd like to hear from some of the folks who've done the library seeds. I'd like to... Uh, uh, I don't see Jim and Kim anywhere on the anywhere on the forum, but uh, I'm going to talk to them uh, this week and ask them if they will be sure and call in and talk to us about uh, about the expo they did in North Carolina. Because I'd like to hear how that went. Because I've been telling you guys how uh, how the self-reliance and prepping crews are ready-made uh, for Appleseed. And the only way that we're going to that we're going to accomplish our mission is by making alliances. By making uh, because, like I said, we are small. We are tiny. And when you get down to the state level, or even to the or, or pass that to the local level, we're really tiny. And you get to the local level, we're just one guy, one one guy that's working down on the local level uh, to try and run a local crew. He may have uh, two or three IITs with him. But it's just one guy, and one guy, and even one guy with the two or three IITs is not going is not going to push the mission as fast as it needs to be pushed. So you're going to have to make some alliances, and I'm telling you, the best way to do that is start contacting the the already established groups that are much larger, the homeschoolers, the uh, the self-reliance folks, the preppers, the SARs, the DARs. Start contacting them. And uh, and start using them to help you with your mission. At the same time, we'll be helping them. <clears throat> so that's what I'm pushing you to do. And I'd sure like to hear some folks talk about it uh, on this next this uh, on the show this next week. Uh, I'd also like for you guys to uh, to call in with some of the suggestions that you have for things that you would like to hear uh, on the radio show, some of the guests that you would like to hear. Uh, I believe that we're going to get uh, Dr. Fisher to come back on in, uh, in about a month or so to talk about another of his books. Uh, and as soon as I have that nailed down, I'll let you know. But uh, we would like to hear... I'd like to hear from you to find out who you would like to hear because the show is for you guys, all right? It's not for me. Uh, the show is for you guys. So I'd like to hear from you guys on the uh, the guests that you would like to hear. If you want me to uh, – if you'd like to hear from Mr. Pratt again from uh, Gun Owners America or if you'd like to uh, to hear – like I said, Dr. Fisher is going to be coming back on. If you'd like to hear from uh, – uh, from the Knox crew, uh, uh, if there's anybody that you guys would really like to hear, I think that uh, uh, Masad Ayub, who we've had on the show before, I think he would be more than willing to uh, to come back on. He's been a great supporter of Appleseed, and he's written quite a few uh, really great pieces on it, uh, on his writings for Backwoods Home Magazine, and... Uh, and uh, I believe on his radio show also, he's done a great job with that. And uh, if there's anybody that you would like to hear, then uh, then we want you to. I uh, need you to let me know so that I can work on uh, on getting them on. 
if there's any uh, particular subjects that you guys would like to hear, then uh, then you need to let me know, or I'm just gonna or I'm just gonna drive the car in the direction I'm driving it. All right. So if you want to have uh, some impact on the programming uh, programming of the show, uh, then you need to make your voices heard. And you can do that by PMing me uh, on the forum, PMing Scout on the forum, uh, or you can give me a call on my phone. I give you the number. It's 254-217-1325. That's my cell phone. Uh, or you can email me at uh, RWVA Range Scout, all one word, lowercase, at uh, gmail.com. Uh, and uh, let me know what you guys want to uh, to hear. <clears throat> uh, if the he says Indiana's crew is scary good right now. Uh, well, I'm going to try and get the Indiana crew on for this next week because I'd like for them to talk about uh, the library seeds that they are running because uh, because this is a really good way for folks to to actually make connections and make alliances. Now, you can do it at Apple Feeds, but there's probably a better chance that you're going to be able to make uh, alliances with, uh, with larger groups at something like a library seat or something like uh, a speaking engagement for, uh, uh, for one of the local groups, all right? <clears throat> So we'll get uh, we'll get somebody from the uh, from the from the Indiana crew uh, to come on. I believe uh, uh, I see old guides here in the in the chat room. I think old guide was telling me a couple of weeks ago that they had done one uh, for one of the groups up there, and uh, and I believe uh, I believe he's called. He's, I believe he's on. The, Waiting on the line right now. I'm going to ask him to talk about it. Oh, guy, welcome to the show. Good evening from Maine. Well, very, very warm regards to you, old guy. I'm glad you called in. You said you had uh, you wanted to talk about uh, uh, a speaking event that you just did. Uh, tell us about where you, where you were and what you did. Well, it was the library in Lincoln, Maine, and they have a Women's Month, and. Uh, we went in during that time, and I did the, an abbreviated three strikes. But my wife was the star of the show. She did the, the women of April 19th, 1775, and told much of the three strikes from their point of view. You know, Miss Lydia Mulligan and and uh, and the various other ones all the way down to Mother Batherick at the end, you know. And, uh, and, and they were how fascinated. Excellent. You know, they they hadn't heard any of this stuff. You know, what they what they learned in school was George Washington is the father of our country. Betsy Ross made the flag, and we we won the revolution. And they're fascinated with the details, especially when you weave them together. Like what happened to Lydia Mulligan, and she tells you know the wedding that never happened. When Dr. Prescott left and actually went to sea, and he was a surgeon on on a uh, on a privateer, 
was captured and, and, and died in terrible conditions in the hell in the harbor in a prison ship in Halifax, Nova Scotia. She didn't she never knew that for six six years. And she waited for right. him, you know. The, I mean, the, the way she tells it, the women start crying, you know. So it's it's it brings it home because they're real people, you know, just like the Bible. They're real people. Yeah. Well, were were you able to? Uh, I know that uh, that you guys going there and telling the story uh, was good for them, and and they needed to hear that. Were they able to? Uh, were they able to offer? Uh, you any assistance on getting folks out to the line? And did you were you able to get any shooters uh, out of that library seat, or, or or have you had a chance to find out yet? Not yet. And the reason is that it's it, our shoots are a long way from where we live. <laughs> I live up in northern Maine, and uh, we don't have any ranges up here. Everybody just shoots in gravel pits. Right. We got lots of gravel pits, and. Uh, one of which would make a great known distance range. I got, I've got uh, about 400 yards of unobstructed uh, field of fire there with a great safe, great big safe backstop. Well, how come you guys aren't using it? It would be, you know, we've got to get the landowner on board, and the landowner is in Israel at the moment. Uh, but, uh, we'll, we'll work on getting that set up. We can, we can build and set an outhouse in place cheaper than we could rent a porta potty up here. Right. Right. Oh. Well, but that's that... what I eventually did. That's what I did here at uh, in in the villa. Is I I got tired of uh, of depending on the the porta potty folks and and paying the money and getting some bad service and stuff. And I just uh, I just went and got the stuff and built one. Yep. So. I had an uncle in Beeville once. I didn't know what caliche was. He went out to a caliche pit, and, and it was, we had, he had 600 yards there, just outside of Beeville. That was but you don't have that anymore. You don't have the access there anymore. Uh, I, that was 40 years ago. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. He's <laughs> passed on, and we've got we've got two instructors in the state of Maine, and. We're both over seventy, <laughs> so. Uh, and you we, guys need you you need to find some uh, uh, some young men that you can mentor and uh, and get them to start doing all of the heavy lifting for you. Yeah, well, we're working on it. Uh, we've got a couple of couple of live wires coming along. Most of them most of them have a home range and they don't like to travel, so. Uh, they stick pretty close to their home range, but uh, we've got a couple of young ones now that are fired up and enthusiastic, and I'm I'm hopeful that they're gonna they're gonna get involved and stay involved. So, well, we've got farmers that uh, you know this is harvest time for them. We've got two next uh, we've got shoots in Maine two weekends in a row, which is kind of unusual for us in October. One of them is in Freeman Township, and the other one's in Columbia. But when, when an instructor comes to Columbia, Maine, we feed them lobster. 
fresh off the boat. <laughs> well, I'd like to come up there for that. Well, I know that there's yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of things that get in the way that get between uh, uh, apple seed and the things that uh, and getting folks out on the line. We've got we got all kinds of things. We've got uh, NASCAR in the South. Yep. We've got uh, the uh, coming up. We've got uh, deer season coming and. Uh, there's all kinds of things that uh, that are standing between us and what we need to get done, but we've got to we've got to try to we've got to try to work past them. I know that uh, deer season is going to open up this next uh, uh, in uh, November here in Texas, and, uh, and let me say right, let me just put in a uh, plug real quick for Battle Road. Battle Road will be running, and uh, that's here in Central Texas. Battle Road. Uh, uh, USA.com uh, will be running a level one, level two handgun course and a fighting shotgun course. That's November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. We just finished up with a uh, fighting shotgun course this last weekend. And uh, and it really went well, although it rained all day long. We had the guys out on the line uh, running their shotgun. We, we ran, about, uh, uh, ran about 200 rounds of uh, Shotgun. We had the guys uh, running their equipment at high speed, uh, putting out uh, five rounds uh, on target in about uh, three seconds, and then uh, another two seconds for a combat reload. And uh, and we did a bunch of great uh, uh, work uh, getting folks up to speed on their tactics and techniques with uh, uh, weapon retention. Uh, you know, working on angles, working in confined spaces. Uh, maneuvering with your shotgun, uh, firing slugs at distance, and uh, and a whole bunch of great stuff. And it was a, the course went really well. And uh, I encourage you if you if you're looking to uh, to flesh out your shooting skills to uh, check out uh, BattleRoadUSA.com and uh, and then uh, attend uh, the upcoming event in November if you're interested in. Uh, Improving your uh, handgun shooting skills, uh, or running your your shotgun, because very seldom you ever go and uh, and shoot uh, 200 rounds of uh, out of your shotgun. Shoot it at high speed. Find out what works, what doesn't work, and uh, find out what works in your uh, what runs in your gun and what doesn't. Uh, and uh, so uh, I'm just I'm jumping in and putting this plug in because uh, that's part of what pays the bills here at. Uh, at Rifleman Radio. So check us out at uh, BattleRoadUSA.com. That's the website. And uh, and then if you have any uh, interest in expanding your uh, shooting skills, uh, level one, level two handgun, we're going to teach you uh, uh, how to safely operate your handgun, how to draw from concealed and and get uh, three to four rounds on your target uh, within two to three seconds, and uh, uh, and also doing reloads, uh, weapon retention with your uh, pistol, uh, maneuvering in tight spaces with your pistol, slicing the pie, etc. We're going to be teaching you all of this uh, in the level one and level two courses. You can find out more by going to battleroadusa.com. Well, let me ask you... Uh, Oh God! Uh, were you able to get uh, 
have you had any feedback from the from the library feed that you did? Have you have you got any? Uh, were any of the ladies able to give you any help with uh, promoting the event or anything like that? Have you got any feedback from that? Well, promoting uh, Appleseed. It wasn't just ladies, but they were all elderly except for one junior high kid that was studying the revolution at that time in school, and he went to get some background information, and he's all excited. He's trying to get his father to let him go. Of course, he's going to have to bring his father with him. So uh, right. working on that, and the rest of them just said they would tell their families, but the library wants us to come back. They thought it was a great thing. You know, the librarian sat in on it because she, she uh, was wondering, who are these people and why are they doing this, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, she was a little concerned about the, about the thing when we first mentioned it. And she just didn't have any idea where we were coming from. She looked it up on the website and saw all the kids and women. She figured, well, it can't be too bad. And, uh, well, I, I'm encouraging everybody to do this because you never know. You know, we talked earlier in the show, at the beginning of the show, we talked about uh, what it takes to find that uh, that apple seed diamond, that apple seed, uh, you know, sparkling gem. The uh, the folks in the program, uh, like the old guys, like Taos Glock, uh, Unbridled Liberty, Ashford 03, or to find those guys, we've got to go through thousands of folks. But here's the thing: is you you never know where you're going to where you're going to unearth that next gem. You never know where it's going to be. If we knew for a fact where it would be, then we'd just go straight to it and we'd spend all our time doing it. But but it doesn't work that way. Uh, they come from the oddest places sometimes. So I'm encouraging you guys to to take the same route that the old guy is taking to to get involved in doing the library seat, to get involved in speaking uh, to the, the different organizations within your community, to work within your to try and get, uh, to try and find alliances, to find, try and find groups you can work with to help push the mission forward, to help, uh, uh, to help become a force multiplier for you on your local level and try and help push the mission forward that way. Uh, oh, God, thanks for calling in, and uh, and be sure, and uh, anytime you have some more news, be sure and give us a call in. Thanks for the work that you're doing up there, and, and thanks for the work that uh, your wife did on speaking to the crew. And I want to thank everybody else uh, who called in, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing... Uh, Russell, I'm looking forward to seeing you at an event here in the villa. And Mario, I want to thank you for calling in. And uh, I want to thank the crew there in Wisconsin for doing such a great job because uh, because obviously you did. Obviously you made uh, uh, you made a very important impact uh, in this man's life, and that's what we're all trying to do. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you again uh, this next Thursday, 7 p.m. Central. And uh, be sure and uh, be sure and call in for.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.